Hello, and welcome to this edition of Secure Networks, the Packet Forensic Files, with your host, Michael Morris. This week, we have a really special guest, Dave Burns, Senior Director of Alliances for Gigamon. Dave, first of all, thank you for joining. Um, why don't you introduce yourself and give us a little bit about your background? Yeah, thanks, Mike. Uh, so a little bit about me. I've been in the business for, seems like forever, um, over 30 years now. Um, I manage a lot of the uh, complex partner relationships that we have, really seeing how we can, you know, enhance, complement, and differentiate each other with a true better together solution. So our customers are providing something much better uh, with us combined than uh, two of us separate. Yeah. Well, and again, thank you for spending a little time with um, one. One of the things I wanted to get into is obviously, you know, both of us here working on out of our home office huge shift in the IT security space right now with remote workers. Um, from a Gigamon perspective and from your experience, uh, what are you seeing as some of the biggest challenges uh, IT groups are facing and, and what are they doing to solve them? Yeah, I think there's a few. I think the biggest challenge that we're seeing right there is this whole um, land to WAN. You know, everybody was, you know, busy kind of supporting their internal networks or HQ networks. People were coming into the office and, you know, they were looking at how they would to secure that environment. Now that people are remote working from home, um, you know, their devices are connecting to their own Wi-Fi networks and then VPN back into, you know, the host office or the, uh, the control centers. Um, there's a lot of security risks in, in regards to that. Right. And there's a visibility requirement to be able to understand not only where the people are, but how can they remain to be productive? How can they remain secure in those environments? And how can their company still perform? So getting visibility into those areas to be able to understand what's happening and when it's happening is key to uh, what I'm seeing, at least in the field, for these companies adjusting to this new way of work. Yeah, one of the, uh, one of the topics I keep reading about in conversations with our customers and other partners is uh, you know, the industry term that I keep hearing is the attack surface has um, you know exponentially expanded, um, and a lot of lack of controls and even unawareness to um, kind of new parts of the domain. You know, so I keep hearing the word zero trust from a lot of the security vendors needs to be implemented. Uh, what are some of the best practices you're getting from customers, and and what are you guys all doing to to really help that? Yeah, I think zero trust is huge, right? It's definitely uh, something that everybody is looking at today from a security perspective. Um, a lot of the customers that we're finding are realizing very quickly that it becomes much more difficult with the remote working capabilities that are being, you know, thrust upon us in this whole um, time that we're in right now. So just the lack of visibility um, towards those customers and needing to ensure that the tools that they have deployed for example, like what we're doing today with uh, Endace and ourselves here at Gigamon, you know, getting them access to the data that they need to be able to see what is happening from a remote perspective inside their environment is key to them being successful, right? They don't know who's accessing from where, and even if that person that's dialing into their VPN is truly an employee. So there's, there's areas that we need to be able to provide visibility to those customers so that they can understand not only who's accessing the network, but what they're accessing, are they getting what they need, and what else is actually transpired across that environment into their network from devices that typically don't connect on a day-to-day -day basis. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's it's funny. A lot of 
a lot of people are talking about the security side of things, but honestly, one of the first challenges is, you know, the performance and capacity of um, a much heavier loaded uh, remote VPN infrastructure, right? So a lot of these organizations that, you know, especially you look at government and, you know, maybe some industries that don't have as many quote unquote remote workers, um, just, just, you know, is their infrastructure set up to handle the loads, uh, the usage, um, you know, video streaming services like what we're doing uh, right now, video conferencing services? Um, what do you what do you see in some of the challenges the IT groups and security groups are facing, uh, really around capacity and performance? I think that's a it's a huge impact. It's not only um, what they're facing in the past, but you know, it's exponentially, uh, you know hitting them today with what's going on in the networks and, and the remote worker capabilities. In fact, you know, a lot of customers are moving workloads to the cloud and, you know, getting access there from a virtual environment into applications that were specifically built for remote working access is huge, right? So getting those folks connected, not only understanding what applications they need, but ensuring those applications are performing properly. Uh, and if not, where are they falling short and being able to react to those types of troubles quickly is a huge cost saving to companies today, but more of a product productivity gain with the employees, right? There's nothing worse than, you know, working from home, trying to connect into the network and not being able to get what you need when you need it. Um, that really hurts not only productivity, but opens you to all kinds of um, security risks as well as performance issues that corporations today are struggling with. Yeah, and along those lines, I mean, you, you hit on the head one of the topics, um, you know, that I've regularly hear in my conversations with, with our customers as well is they just have, uh, between the security teams and the network teams, they just have too many tools uh, and lack of integration between those tools. Um, so really making their, you know, processes and workflows more challenging what what are some things you recommend they look at? Obviously, you know, Gigamon's a huge asset to to help in in simplifying getting data to tools. Uh, but what are some other things you really encourage and and your, uh, your your other partners and your customers? What do you encourage them to really think about uh, in terms of co- tool consolidation? Yeah, I think you hit it on the the nose with tool consolidation. I think also tool optimization is key. Um, it's one thing to have, you know, a plethora of tools that, that uh, corporations require in order to do their not only network performance, application performance, security performance, and resiliency. Um, it's being sure to optimize those tools. So, for example, you can have a you know 100 gig network and you have a plethora of 10 gig tools deployed across that network. How do you ensure that those tools are fully optimized to right. receive not only the traffic that they can handle, but at the rate that they can handle it? And same thing, if you have, you know, a 10 gig network with 10 gig tools, doesn't mean that those 10 gig tools need to be deployed, you know, everywhere within the network. How do you consolidate those tools? How do you better optimize by feeding the right traffic, the right time, the right rate, um, with the right filters and application, um, you know, capabilities that they need in order to provide the KPIs back to, you know, the, the folks within the troubleshooting that are looking at trying to figure out what's going on. I think that's key today. It's not only tool centralization. To me, it's more tool optimization. And I think what's great for the tools is they can get more access to more of the network to provide better KPIs overall, because now they're not only burdened with having to 
filter or deduplicate traffic or ensure that certain payloads are stripped. That can all be done at the front end to give better optimization to the tools, which allows them to provide a better performance to the end customers. Yeah, you, you actually, you touched on a little bit of my next question, uh, which, which I think is you know, emerging as more problematic as well. Um, many tools and that people have in place maybe weren't architected to monitor and scan and scale to the volumes they're now facing in, in some of these remote locations, um, you know, the, the VPNs, et cetera. Um, so what are some things you're seeing people do to address that, right? The, the, even the scaling of their tools, not just the network itself, but, uh, you know, you and I've been in this business a long time, a long time together, actually. And, um, we know that not every tool can handle the same capacity and same rates. Um, so, so what do you see and suggest to customers to solve this problem? And, you know, what can Gigamon do to help? Yeah, I think that's a huge problem we're seeing all over. And you know, whether it's enterprise, service provider, federal, SLED, government, everybody has that same issue. And I think I think the key is there is to deploy a very hardened uh, visibility infrastructure that can not only you know ensure that the traffic is captured and filtered properly, but is also load balanced and um, sent to the tools uh, at the right time. Again, with the right information and the right way that they need to be able to ingest those tools or ingest that traffic. I think what's really key is you need to have a high availability, high availability capability within your infrastructure so that those tools not only are truly receiving the traffic in the way that they need to ingest it, but that there's a way that when trouble is found um, or potentially uh, infiltrating the network, that they are able to quickly act on that and be able to use that filtering capability from a visibility standpoint to look at where that trouble is actually coming from, to do a deep diagnostics quickly so that they can get to the root cause of what's going on. And I think that combination of the, the right tools feeding um, or being fed the right traffic at the right time with an integration of the tools and visibility to each other can not only provide the data they need at the time that the trouble is coming in, but can give them that real look back at what happened and why it happened going forward. Yeah. And following on that, uh, just building on that, you know, one one of the issues I know that many SecOps teams in particular are just constantly faced with is just too many alarms, right? Too much information. Uh, you, we talked about the tool challenge, but you know, just the pure volume and and you know, cutting through the uh, the noise really to find you know false po- or to get rid of false positives um, and and to get to real issues. Um, what, what what are some things you're seeing and people doing to really uh, help speed in, incident response um, and and you know simplify the uh, alarm volume the the tsunami they like to talk about um, what do you what are you some thoughts on that Yeah yeah I see that quite a bit and I see there's a lot of traffic uh, traversing the network and a lot of areas where you know, bad actors can infiltrate the, the network and provide malware, botnets, spyware, whatever is coming through. I think an, a key area is, you know, understanding, uh, potentially looking at metadata. And, you know, there's not uh, as need uh, to be able to look at every packet at every time in certain instances where a metadata feed can really help enable that capability, right? There are many attributes that can be looked at and, and um, inspected in regards to what's happening in the network by using the metadata capabilities 
as opposed to looking at every uh, bit and byte that traverses the network. So something that customers and tool providers are, are providing today is that look at what's going on in the network from a metadata perspective. Let's look at those specific attributes within the application to be able to, to really see what's happening and potentially uh, harming the industry. Yeah, no, that, I, I definitely, working with many of our partners, you know, the metadata is key. Um, and that's really where we try and augment. Then once you find the, are able to really focus in on the problem via the metadata, then look at the absolute packet data when you get to that narrowed narrowed zoom of, of the issue. So I think, I think that's... Dave, you and I are in similar roles as an alliance manager. Um, talk to me about why you think it's so important uh, for customers to leverage, uh, you know, kind of open uh, best-in-breed solutions uh, like what Gigamon offers um, to, to really, you know, have those open platforms and, and why looking at tools and solutions that are open and integratable are so key for, for good uh, security success and good security posture. Yeah, uh, definitely. I think, you know, best of breed solutions, similar to what we're doing with Endace and, and Gigamon today, can leverage, you know, to the customer, uh, the admin, the advantage is, you know, an actual solution um, that provides them more than what they would get uh, individually. So you're looking at, you know, enhancing, enhancing and complementing, differentiating um, not only the tool, but also the visibility infrastructure to provide a real solution for those customers. So they need to get the packets. They need to understand that they're getting the right packets, all the packets, uh, and you know, being able to filter and where they need to to optimize the tools. But also, the tools need to get access to more data. So the, uh, the having the solutions really integrated with each other, whether that be through app metadata ingestation from visibility fabric into the tool, whether it be through an API integration to get a deeper dive into what's actually happening. Uh, at a time where they really need to troubleshoot or whether it's some feature functionality in regards to deduplication or VXLAN filtering or whatever that happens to be, there's a real need to look at it as a solution versus two separate entities uh, working together. Mm-hmm. No, that's uh, that's an excellent point. And I hear more and more customers talking to us about um, just just being able to leverage things together and, and simplify their workflows. My last question for you, Dave, again, uh, thank you for taking a little bit of time today. But, um, you know, what's the one thing looking out on the horizon, right? So many things kind of up in the air and a lot of uncertainty right now. Uh, What's the one thing you recommend to our listeners uh, to look out for or to think about um, is as if you were to forecast, you know, 6, 12, 18, 24 months down the road, what do you think is that next thing they need to really be be looking out for and be aware of uh, in the network monitoring security space? Yeah, I think as we move to a return to work, return to office type format and getting back into the new normal, um, it's really looking about, you know, how are we um, moving forward in regards to virtualization, I think, or cloud, you know, that that whole migration from or, or moving workloads, you know, to the cloud. And, you know, realistically, it's a hybrid cloud environment. Mm-hmm. Um, there's still always going to be things in the data center, and we're still going to need physical appliances. But there's a combination now of what we need to do. What cloud are we moving it into? And does that cloud provider provide you visibility to your applications um, 
so you're able to actually leverage the tools to be able to diagnose what's going on from your environment perspective. So I think, you know, as you move to the cloud, what cloud are you moving to to be able to think about what that provider gives you in regards to looking at how your applications are performing and what diagnostics you can leverage to do that. I know from a Gigamon perspective, we're working with all the major cloud providers and putting our visibility fabric within those clouds, but it's definitely something I think that people should look, look for and be asking about before making no. that move. Great insights, Dave, great insights. Again, thank you for taking the time. Thank you for sharing your, your experience uh, in how better to secure networks. So we ask our listeners to tune in next time for another edition of the Endace Packet Forensic Files. For more information about Endace's network packet capture platform and our integration with fusion partners like Gigamon, please go to endace.com. Thanks again.